This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Hour two. Who was that? The song? Yeah. I know uh, the song, but who was, who's covering it? It's Creedence Clearwater. Yeah, CCR. Oh. It's always one of those old, uh, hippie, long-haired white guy bands. And I get caught up <laughs> remembering what's Creedence and the Allman Brothers. Uh-huh. And rolling. Rolling. That's a good song. It was not Tina. Tina was not Tina Turner. Tina, Tina, Tina. See, that's what I'm saying. Like she, she aged gracefully, man. She is beautiful at seventy. Yeah. If she's seventy, I'm not even sure if she's seventy. I bet she's. I bet she's comfortably seventy. Yeah, but she looks great, man. I guess that's that St. Louis water. Oh my gosh, you ain't gonna believe this. What is it? Tina Turner. Nuh-uh. On November 26th, we'll turn 81. I was going to say like 74, 75, just because I knew she's been in her 70s a little while. Mm -hmm. 81. 81. Been around a long time. Yeah. And still rolling. She might be on The Masked Singer. I say that about different people. Oh, for real? Yeah, she might be. (laughs) I don't don't think it is. What happened? You, you, don't, you don't know anything about the show, do you? I don't know anything about the show, but I think I may need to every, start Every watching. week, celebrities come out, and they have these very elaborate costumes. Uh-huh. And it's called the math. And they sing, mm-hmm. and they'll give you clues. But they also do this thing where they misdirect you on clues, too. Oh, okay. Like if somebody's like, oh, I think it's so-and-so. Now the next clue package will have clues that drive you towards that. So mm. they purposely misdirect you. So that's kind of annoying. Like they don't just – and my take would be don't give us so many clues. Just give us one clue at a time. Right, right. But anyway – but there's one that might be her. It just kind of, it sounds like her that maybe she's lost, if, if she's lost some of her rasp at 80 years old, it might be her. Mm, okay. Uh, I, okay. I, I think, I think it's probably not her. And I can't remember which one it is. I, I me and Nick used to watch this show pretty mm-hmm. religiously trying to figure out who they were, but now it's season four and I watch them all once and I'm like, okay, uh-huh. now I can't remember which is which, but, but they, there's some pretty good singers in these costumes, but it's not just singers. Mm. Like there's comedians that have been in it. There's football players that have been. But in are it. they sing? They're singing. They're though. all singing okay. as these crazy looking costumes. Mm-hmm. It's just neat to try to. It's just because of the whole uh, who is it, right? And right. You put these clues together, and they'll they'll put a clue package out that might have a little emblem of something that you have to catch. Right. That would maybe tell you who it is while they're also giving you vocal clues and trying to misdirect you. God. It's a it's a it's a it's a good pandemic show for yeah. families to watch together. Yeah, mm-hmm. even though a lot Sounds of these celebrities fun. are old, no kid is ever going to guess any of them. But. Right, 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 right. But you also can't Google it because you've got all these different websites saying we know who it is, we know who it is, and then they tell you wrong. Mm-hmm. They just want you to click on their website. Right. So it's not really fair to, like, I I'll get an idea and think it's somebody, and I'll I'll go to look them up, and then you'll see all these other stories of people guessing that it's that person. Oh. I swore Tommy Davidson was on the last one, but it turned out to not be him. But. Tommy Davidson. Yeah. Drummer, right? I've, 
Tommy Davidson, uh, comedian from In Living Color. Oh, Tommy. Once in Tommy yeah. <laughs> Who was the other Tommy guy that, there's a Tommy something that was a drummer. Uh, that dated Tommy, you talking about the guy from Motley Crue? Motley Crue Tommy. Yeah, I like that guy. Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee. That's who that is. <laughs> you heard Tommy Davidson and thought Tommy Lee? I thought Tommy Lee, man. It was married to yeah. Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson, yeah. Or did yeah. he or did he just have a one hour video with her? I can't remember which it was. <laughs> he was known for that too. Twelve minutes in, happy hour two. It's Veterans Day. Salute to all the vets. And uh we get a chance to start hour two and uh and get to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines and, and catch up on what's happening in our fine Decatur Public School District. And uh we get a chance to talk talk to the assistant superintendent. Jeff Days. Jeff, how's it going, sir? Hey, how's it going? How y'all doing today? We're What's good. going We're on, good. Doc? Re- recovered from that Celtics okay. letdown. That was disappointing. That was disappointing. Oh, man. You would remind me of that. <laughs> I don't want to throw it in your face. I was rooting for him, too. I, that was my last chance at making a, a buck on the basketball season. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but. But, but uh, I, I guess, did you, would you really, if, if you had to trade it out, you'd rather win like in a regular year, you know? Nah, nah, I, I, I would, I would rather win in a regular year, but the Lakers still gonna claim that 17. Oh, that's so right, that's right. Ouch, mm-hmm. that's a, that's painful. Well, how's yeah. th- how's things going? Uh, you know, I know obviously a tough time to work for uh, any school district right now. Um, but but right now still in virtual learning. Um, are what would you say as the numbers go up? Are people getting it more? Or are they getting it less? Because I know people are getting antsy. Are they getting it? Are they understanding why we're virtually learning? Are they are they understanding it more or less? Is, is it more of a fight, or is it becoming a little easier to to, to convince people? Nah, yeah, I, I mean, I think they understand because of the positivity rate going up. Yeah. However, it's, it's the flip side also. You know, you have districts around us that are going back in person some, so they're ready for us to like try at least. But I think. We're still on the side of health and safety. Sure. What do you what do you say about that? I mean, those districts are significantly smaller. Is it as simple as that? I mean, you got a lot more kids to worry about. Exactly. the The larger your district is, the more logistics it is, and um, uh, the more difficult it is to bring them back in person. I mean, I think Warrensburg is, you know, in Argentina. I think there maybe there's two grade schools in some of those cities, but I think it's one grade school and one middle school and one high school. And how many how many schools does Decatur have? Eighteen, 18 schools, eighteen mm-hmm. buildings, eighteen, eighteen bus routes. You know, I mean, that, that is a that's another world. So hopefully, hopefully the the anguish of that part of the job is is fading a little bit. What what do you see for the future? First of all, the semester's over when December what? Oh, eighteenth, eighteenth. Yeah. And how long is the break? The break is two weeks. I, I guess I guess the question is, what do you envision? I know we hope mm. to go back, but I mean. I guess that is about two months away, a little less than. Yeah, I think the next decision date is on December 4th. But okay. anticipating that, we're, we're providing time, um, extra academic time during our breaks. So during winter break, we'll, we'll provide extra academic time for teachers that sign up to give some extra time with the students that need it. So that's one thing that we're trying to be proactive about. That's good. Gotcha, gotcha. I know we got a couple things we're going to hit on here. It, it, did you want to talk about the Skyward Family Access? Is that 
Help me understand what that is. Uh, yeah, the Skyward Family Access uh, form we're asking parents to fill out basically to declare if their if their child will come back in person or stay virtual. And okay. if they if they do not fill it out, they're going to automatically we're going to plan for them to stay virtual. And that's basically if the conversation starts and we think about coming back in January, we will plan for those people who said for those families who say they'll come back in person. Okay. So no matter what likely happens, virtual will at least be available until, I guess, we're past this pandemic? Yeah, pretty much until a vaccine uh, vaccine comes out. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. th- none of this stuff is easy. You know, and I don't know how much, you know, I'm, you know, I'm asking you these questions. I don't know how much of these are, fall on you, but they're, you're just in all these conversations that, you know, it can't be easy to make. You know there's parents having struggles of, you know, somebody being at home because they are working. It's just, it's just where yeah. we are. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a struggle. I'm, I mean, we're hearing from the parents, from the teachers, and from the students, you know, the, the social interactions. People are people are tired of being, you know, cooped up. You know, that's part yeah. of the school experience, your peers, and that social interaction. So right. we're definitely seeing more, more of that social-emotional concern that we have to deal with the longer this goes on. Are the, are the teachers understanding it with these numbers so high? Yeah, the, the teachers understand it, but you know they, it's 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 an even number on each side. You know, okay, they they want because you'll hear that whenever you go into the buildings, they're ready for the kids to come back also, but they know they they want to do it safely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I would think it. I I can't believe it. on St. T's doing this. I feel like it would be more complicated to teach a classroom when some are in the classroom and some are on the computer. Now maybe it's at separate times. But I just envision that that you have some kids virtually learning at the same time. Um, you know, if you get to an open question period, you know, is somebody like watching the computer? I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't quite understand how it's all laid out. But um, but for for people to encourage uh, getting some back and having some in, in virtual land, I just feel like it'd be uh, going to be challenging no matter what. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's challenging. I know some districts are trying that concept to do it simultaneously at the same time where kids can tap in either by a camera or on the computer. But, you know, the teacher teaching the class will not have time to address questions yeah. of, of students who are looking online. And that's a lot on the teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, athletics is a big driving force for a lot of people, but we wouldn't be having any athletics right now anyway. If, if, if we tried to come back and we're at, what was the chart you sent me, Courtney? 12%, mm-hmm. I think, is, is what Macon County is in. Mm-hmm. And we need to be under, is it 6 Right. I think when we got over six for three straight days, that's when we went up. And now we've doubled that. And we have to be under that number for like seven straight days before we go back down in mitigation. Um, I mean, I feel like people hopefully are starting to get, but there wouldn't be any sports right now anyway. It's the goal to hopefully have some spring sports or or is that anywhere near conversations you're in? Uh, yeah. Um, this is, you know, I I think most people, that's the part of the school year that you look forward to, especially the, ap- the student athletes as well. Yeah. So that's why, you know, like basketball and football have been pushed back to the spring with the likelihood that this calmed down and yeah. we, we can we can have them. Well, basketball, uh, I think the jury is still out on basketball, but I know football is, has been pushed back. But I think they were trying to push basketball back also. I mean, honestly, I just hope we get to a point statewide, and this isn't a Decatur thing, but – it sure would be nice if well, they could at least get 12 basketball games in and a small postseason and maybe maybe invite eight teams to a state tournament. I don't know. And 
Uh, let football get five or six games. Hopefully these kids can just play a little bit. But it, it's it's all hope not towards what the school district decides. It's hope towards what the COVID numbers do right. and uh, and us getting a vaccine and us getting a, a treatment plan. Yeah, yeah definitely. If we, if we get to that point, that says things are getting better. So right, I'm right. up to you on that. How closely do you guys watch, like, vaccines and treatments? Or is it even worth it? You just wait until there's a major announcement? Yeah, the main thing is is the positivity rate. But we yeah, have okay. been watching news. I know Pfizer is coming out with uh, with a, vac- a vaccine, um, but I think you have to take dose one, and then 28 days later, dose two. So mm. I've, I've been watching that. I know that's out there now. I saw that on the news um, yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to take some time, though. going to take yeah. some time. Well, it's a rough time to do. I know we don't have a whole lot of positive things to talk about it, but I mean, are, are, are there at least some good stories out there of, you know, kids getting some things done and getting some classroom uh, stuff done from home? Yeah, there's some, some, some uh, phenomenal yeah. positives. Yeah, they, the, the students have been engaging. Um, teachers have definitely been, you know, creative and they've even, you know, I was reading a story the other day. John Till students, they went out into the community and were doing a mosaic project. So, mm, yeah. In class. So they're they're managing to get out, still with the social distancing and everything. And even though this is this is not ideal, you know, teachers have been have been rising to the occasion. Um, so I think there there's a lot of success stories, you know, out there Good. as far as engaging and still meeting students, so we don't fall far far behind. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of pluses. And going through this pandemic, um, we're we're actually at. 17.5 percent oh that's okay the second highest right now in jacksonville at 20 under jacksonville that's at 25.6 percent but however jeff has been doing some phenomenal work i think our test scores uh are up jeff we want to speak to that just a little bit yeah that well that was from you know the last school year even with the a half a school year we did end better than we did the previous year as far as meeting our strategic plan academic mm-hmm. goals and our graduation rate increased and our freshmen on track percentages increased which is great because yeah. you know ultimately if they if they get a great freshman year then they're, they're on the right trajectory to graduate For sure. which is what we want to see mm-hmm. when it comes to kids missing what what would is it is there a greater number is it a, or is it similar you know, kids would miss school too. So when when it comes to kids missing the virtual learning compared to how many kids would miss actual school, is it is it is it grossly more? Uh, yeah, oh. it's definitely it's, it's definitely more because you know it's it's easier just not to sign yeah. in for class or you may oversleep. But schools have been doing a tremendous outreach job as far as trying to reach those students, trying to reach the families. Uh, we was just. We were on a principal call the other day, and the principal said, hey, I just waited on the porch for them the other day until hmm. they came to make sure they get their devices. So it's a lot of stories out there like no no limit to the outreach that they're doing and make sure that their kids are on and, and engaging in the academics. That's so good. Kudos, so th- kudos to the principal. Numbers are worse, but the, 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 uh, the rundown numbers are, are good. Finding them because yeah. it, it, how serious is the problem if everybody doesn't have uh, internet? Uh, right now, we've been trying to eliminate all excuses. You know, mm-hmm. one to one, giving them their devices, and we also have hotspots available for those mm-hmm. who oh, not cool. the internet access. So I can I can surely say that 
Internet's not an issue. We've, then. Done a, we've done a we've done a tremendous job as far as outreach and make sure they right. have the resources right. to connect so they can engage. Well, that's fantastic, Jeff. Anything else you want to head on? Hey, oh no, I mean we're 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 still surviving. We're still surviving. So we we just look forward to the day of having our kids back, yeah. and we can. Here. And I'm not going to even say go back to a sense of normalcy because we're not going back to, especially with all this technology integration, we're looking to better days. But mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just waiting for us to get back into the classroom. That's, sure. that's what's up. Eric, I don't know if you know this, but Jeff, you were talking about a uh, authors for tomorrow's show. Yeah. Jeff wrote a book as well. Really? Yeah, he got a book out, man. He got it. It's a, it's a Jeff Dace with a, I think it's a mustache and a Jeff Dace without a mustache on the cover. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so what is the a quick. Approach. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what today's Jeff Dace, what would today's Jeff Dace tell younger Jeff Dace? Younger Jeff Dace, uh, man, the. The sky is the limit, you know, just stay focused, continue um, no matter what obstacles. Use obstacles or opportunities to overcome. I know that's, that's right. What would you write a book about? It's basically, a, you know, about my life and, oh. and overcoming overcoming obstacles, you know, especially being a, a black male in education. You know, um, we're, we're, we're often thought of as only the, the PE teachers and the disciplinarians, but we have a lot to offer as far as in this teaching and learning realm. So that's a lot of what I talk about and then my upbringing in the city of Chicago. How long ago did you write that? Is this a new thing? Yeah, it came out July, actually July 1st, 2019, the official date that I started here in Decatur. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that's cool. Yep. Can, can, where can people get it? Uh, it's available online, Amazon, right. uh, Rise Above by so, Jeff Dace. Yeah, D-A-S-E, and the book is called Rise Above? Yep. E- Easy read, turn pager, man. My wife read that and it was like, oh, this is a nice book. Jeff, I got one more question for you too, man. Um, uh-huh. and, and, and it relates to candy. <laughs> do you, do you, did, did you eat? We got to start sticks? asking people Thanksgiving side questions. I, you, you right. You're right. But I got to ask this. It's, did he is eat so Chico upset sticks? that Chico sticks did not fare well in our candy tournament. <laughs> did you, what? Eat, did you eat Chico sticks growing up? Oh, definitely. That's what I'm talking about, man. Isn't it one of the best candies? I don't know. I don't know about the best. Okay, that's exactly right. <laughs> my, my best was, was the uh, fish. And, you know, I, I still eat them. The little fish. The little, oh, the little fish. Sweetest fish. Sweetest fish. fish. <laughs> that is a first. I haven't heard anybody mention sweetest fish in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Courtney's yeah. mostly mad that Chico Sticks lost to peanut butter cups in our tournament. Like, he can't accept that it's the most popular Peanut butter candy. cups, though? Like, come on, man. Peanut butter cups. I, I, lost to be the peanut butter cups? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's why you my man's in them. Yeah. Thank you. It's the most sold candy in the world. I'm just saying, but peanut butter <laughs> cups, come on, man. I can see Snickers bar or something like that, but not peanut butter cups. That's the third cup. most sold candy in the world. That's yeah, crazy. No comparison. No comparison. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, hey, before we let you go, spaghetti, is it a side or is it the main dish? I have accepted it's a side. It's, I know. it's a side, but it could be the main dish if you got that meat in there. If you got that Absolutely. meat in there. That's true. Got to have that meat. When when I'm rep- representing white America, eat, eat spaghetti <laughs> as a main dish, there is always meat in there. I will say that. But I've learned over years, thanks to my friends of color, yeah, you can just throw that along with some fish and chicken. And I, it's on and popping. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that happens at Olive Garden already but uh, or at a restaurant. <laughs> right. At no point did I think... The big surprise the first time I, that we had this conversation was the night of Thanksgiving. They had, do you have spaghetti at Thanksgiving, Jeff? 
No. Yeah, at the house I was at, they had everything. I was like, man, <laughs> you had spaghetti on Thanksgiving? He's like, he always has spaghetti as a side. I'm like, what do you mean as a side? So that was kind of the beginning of my eye-opening experience. What's on a Thanksgiving plate for Thanksgiving, Jeff? Oh, man, um, I would say some turkey, some ham, chitlins, greens, mm. sweet potatoes, mm. macarons. Yeah. Oh, you do have three of those things? All that. <laughs> yeah. All that. I don't know about them chitlins. My mom, my mom actually flipped it one year, man, and we had a seafood Thanksgiving. Oh, man, big lobster tails, steak. Yeah, that was that was that was good too. That's what's up. I'm just not a fan of turkey, man. The turkey, you gotta I mean, have a turkey season right. You gotta have a season. Is right, that a man. thing? Seasoning the turkey. Now yeah. a deep fried turkey is fantastic. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. I'm from the land of we don't season our food correctly. I, I admit that. <laughs> and I grew up with the same bland Thanksgiving food my whole life. But it's also just food. I'm just uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and gravy. I'm, that doesn't get me excited anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, have a great Thanksgiving, man. Thanks, and, uh, Jeff. And uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Take care. Yep, for sure. All right, man. It's been a due pleasure. Uh, Jeff Dacey, so. Assistant Superintendent of Decatur Public Schools. And uh, great talking to him. These segments with him and uh, Dr. Frigo to talk about the school district. Yes, yeah. So, uh, yeah. not worried about anything else going on out there uh, right now when we have these conversations. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we're going to get ourselves a break as uh, when we come back. Time to ask a guy. Ask a guy. Going to ask a guy. We do have the uh, State Farm Good Neighbor giveaway coming up as well. Uh, we'll do that uh, in our final segment. It's Wednesday, so no show after this one's over. But for now, we get a timeout. How many you got? I got two. I got two. I think I got two. You got two? Yeah, but I do have I do have a good one that I want to You got a good one? <laughs> I think I got a good one. I've been thinking of these and I thought of it uh I thought of this one last night for the first time. And I got another one that might go with it. Okay. So. Okay. But we're gonna get a break. First of all, Pete, because we step away, three day weather forecast. We get a sexy delivery from the Rev, Courtney Carson. Today is Veterans Day. Salute to all the veterans, and it's sunny with a high near fifty. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 33. On Thursday, it's sunny with a high near 56. On Friday, sunny with a high near 46. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. And please stay healthy, my friends. I'm Pam Puso. Texas was the first, the first state to record more than a million coronavirus cases. The numbers also spiking in the Midwest, leading to new restrictions. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz restricting all private gatherings and shutting down in-person dining. In Iowa, Governor Kim Reynolds issuing a limited mask mandate. And in Illinois, Chicago's coronavirus travel quarantine list. Now a color-coded system that includes dozens of states. Fox's Jeff Manasso. No surrender from President Trump, who continues to challenge the vote count in several states where President-elect Joe Biden leads. The president is working the phones, talking to just about everybody he can, driving this process forward, meeting with his campaign advisors as well. Certainly the campaign has been filing a lot of lawsuits. Fox's John Roberts. America's listening to Fox News. I wear
wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andricks of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers and Company with the United Way update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way update every Thursday, presented by Tate and Lyle. Improving lives for generations. Huff Lumber and Home Specialties Who says you can't have it all Update your home with beautiful custom cabinets from Dura Supreme. Our complimentary custom design includes pricing and renderings to keep you within budget. And with a broad selection of woods and colors to choose from, you can have it all. Hi, this is JR from Speed Lube, and we know if you've got a diesel truck, you love it and want to take good care of it. And there is no better way than with Shell Rotella Motor Oil from Speed Lube. Whether you need T5 synthetic blend or T6 full synthetic oils for your truck, Speed Lube has you covered. And we will have you back on your way faster than anyone with no appointment necessary. And should your truck need more, we at Speed Lube can handle that too. But keep your diesel truck powering along at its best with Shell Rotella Motor Oil and your next oil change is Speed Lube with six Decatur area locations to serve you. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andricks of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. Cataracts affect 50% of adults between 65 and 74, and the effects can start as early as age 55. Cataracts may be common, but that doesn't mean they can't be corrected. At Gailey Eye Clinic, we understand that every eye is slightly different in size, depth, and curvature. That's why we offer a customized, tailored treatment just for you. See the world clearly, the way it was meant to be. Schedule a consultation for cataract surgery at GaileyEyeClinic.com. Gailey Eye Clinic. Focused on you. Hey. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. You know who sings this? Uh, California Raisins. <laughs> right. Stole that from Blake Sheldon. It was on The Voice. Somebody sang it. They kept talking about Marvin Gaye. He goes, I think Marvin Gaye covered it. You know that. Correction. 
35 and counting, hour two. It's about that time, player. Ask a guy. It's about that time. Ask a guy. Time to do some learning. <laughs> We're just here to do some learning. Just some learning. We're here to do some giggling. We're here to realize, you know what? We're not we're not the same people. Mm-hmm. Right, right. White guy to black guy, we're not the same people. Mm-hmm. But, but what's wrong with asking the question once in a while and saying, uh, hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, it's we, it is we the people, mm-hmm. but sometimes your people do things a little differently. Yeah, and maybe we should start trying this on the other side. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start eating a lot more spaghetti with our fish. <laughs> maybe we right. should start putting some damn seasoning in our food. <laughs> Please, yeah, maybe you guys Please do that. You know what? I think you'd be blown away by a sponge or a loofah. I think you'd be like, all right, I get this. <laughs> I feel cleaner. I ain't got these stank rags laying around all over the tub. I think we can learn some things. Yeah, we can definitely learn some stuff, man. But the ultimate idea of Ask a Guy is to uh, not be afraid to just have some conversations, to Mm -hmm. not be afraid to ask a serious question. Yeah, for sure. If you're wondering why somebody's offended by something, ask them. Because there could be a deep-rooted reason why something's offensive. And you know what? The other side, you got to understand, these people don't know. Right, right. We've had some sheltered lives, mm-hmm. especially if you grow up in a town, you know, you know, smaller town. You might not know major city offensive things that happened. Mm-hmm. So we like to have some fun with this. It's called Ask a Guy. Yeah. And we've learned some things. You want, you swinging first? You want me to go first? Um, You got it. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm laughing already for some reason. <laughs> I don't even know why. Not even looking at you. <laughs> So here's here's something that I that I've that I wonder. Uh-huh. And I I think it's a great addition when you're there. But I'm just interested in the why. Mhm. Whether you're seeing a great preacher, you're worshiping. Uh-huh. And it's a great just a great sermon. Right. Or you're seeing a great comedian. Mhm. And this is mostly men of color. Uh-huh. Why why do you have to get up and run around sometimes? <laughs> why are you so affected by a good worship or a good comedian that you got to hit your feet? You just can't sit there and laugh or worship? <laughs> so the worship part, the worship part is what we call the Holy Spirit. Doesn't demand you to stand and it, praise it Jesus at the time, to, but sometimes you just got to stand up. You sometimes got to stand up, you got to dance, you got to wave your hands, you got to say something. <laughs> You know, I can't help it but to say something. You just got to, you just thrown you to your to feet yell. by the Lord. You got to go in. So you what gotta, about at a comedy gonna, show? The comedy show thing. Well, I'm, you I laugh think, so hard, you got to stand up and spin a couple times. RP on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because it, you're right about that one. So when I preach at my my white, ch- a white church, yeah. I hate saying it like that because I don't understand this old notion of white church, black church. I just don't understand that. The difference is two hours. Yeah. That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> but when I preach at a white church, they like. It is very quiet. And you funeral, know, funerals are depressing, significantly more depressing <laughs> than a white church. But, but and, and so like sometimes the, 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 the pastors say, Hey man, you had the church going. They usually don't clap like that. Yeah. I'm like, really? You know, cause I'm saying, talk to me somebody, yeah. you know, but however, the black church, man, we just like to praise and just go in, go all the way. Okay. In, then like, just the comedy sweat. part. Cause I'm more interested in when you, what's with laughing so hard 
that you that you'll stand up and run around a little bit. Man, we'd have been through so much all week. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have been through so much H E double hockey sticks all week. We gotta get a good laugh. Man. It. It's a good thing you don't do that or you would never be on a microphone. We would have to put a headset on you. <laughs> no, but it, it's heavy because it's definitely different. When I first got when uh in the early in the genesis of our marriage my wife would be like, babe, you're yelling at me. I'm like, no, nah, babe, I'm just talking. She's like, no, but you, I'm like, no, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, at least. So, you know, it was different. The, the, the culture was just different. At my house for Christmas, we talking about, yo, pass the plate, pass the chicken. At her house, it's like, um, would you like some salad? Well, come on, like, you faithfuls playing on the... a record. <laughs> you know, it's different. That's good. It That's is different. Good. It is different. It is different. I think man. it just comes down to. You just know how to party harder. <laughs> but you know what? The two hours don't feel like two hours, man. That's it feel like 30 minutes. That's a lie. I'm telling you, it feels As like 30 minutes. As the pastor, because you're the one up there. <laughs> it feels As like a guy that had never been to the church in there, it's like, how many songs are we going to sing? <laughs> it's not even the preaching. The preaching's cool. Hey. I love hearing it because it's, like, it's, it's togetherness. It's, it's, it's good. You got to... Uh, 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 I grew up in the Catholic Church. All they did was read the Bible. At least you're, you're you're translating the Bible. But then it's like, let's go to our ninth song from choir director <laughs> Sister Rosemary. It's like, is she getting it in the choir? It's the third sweat. quarter of the afternoon <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the funerals man. don't even get me started. So I got a question though. Mm. I got a question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I wonder if this is different for white males though okay. versus white uh, white females. Okay. And you know, my wife is Caucasian, so I, I, mm-hmm. I just don't understand this, this notion. <laughs> do you, do white males like their hair to look dry? And it's no diss, but my wife always like, no, because if my hair is oily looking, what, what is that about? The, why y'all wash your hair so much? My wife wash her hair three times a day, man. I wash my hair once a day. Once a day. Yeah. Well, obviously I take a shower. In the wash. shower, yeah, right. Yeah. And then I don't leave a nasty ass rag on the side. <laughs> but is that a, like a, is that? Is so you, not, I'm trying to think of what not looking dry. Like I'll do, I'm wearing hats today. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm actually getting a haircut finally uh, tonight. Okay. Uh, finally, I need one bad. But in order, like typically, you know, maybe my hair's standing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's going to stand up. So I'm trying to think of that dry look, like. If, you know, if you're talking about guys that have like spiky hair or stuff like that's, that, that's that's more of a wet look though with the spikes. Uh, yeah, I guess, but it's really dry. You but it's it really dry. Okay. Yeah. yeah, because you're using paste and creams and mm-hmm. stuff. So we're to the difference of white people and black people's hair because it's significantly different. It's significantly different because yeah. you know, brothers, we want the waves and we need it to. Yeah. We need it to shine a little bit and make yeah. sure it's because if it's dry, if our hair looked dry, it's like almost um, damaged in a real sense. You know, yeah. somebody just texted me. My brother David Tyro, shout out to David Tyro. He just texted. I just like to have some hair. That's that's not a. There's not a color barrier there. There's a lot of people on both sides of that. Battle. Right. No. So is that is that a thing? Like you're like, no, I can't have my hair looking oily. I has. Is it is for white I, people? Is it the? the I think the, I think there's a men and women difference here. For, okay, for that's a men and women people. difference because white guys with hair. Mm-hmm. Not David Tyrell. Not David Tyrell. Our our chief guest. <laughs> our chief guest. <laughs> White guys with hair will do pretty much whatever they need to, so it'll just stay in place. Okay. I know that's my issue. Yeah. 
Because if I just got out of the shower and didn't do anything to it, it just falls straight down mm-hmm. like a scare, like straw, like a scarecrow hair. That's what that's my problem. So I, I got to put like I got to spray some gel in it just to make it stay over here. Uh-huh. When I can, so I can put a hat on it doesn't just fall down. I hate when it's tickling my forehead. All of that. Yeah. yeah. But if I wanted to spike it or something like that, that's all going to be a dry look. Mm-hmm. So, mm. um, see, I got to put the do, I got to put the grease in it, a pound of but grease. But some in like, you know, it's kind of the, the skater do-rag. boy look. You know, they yeah. want that greasier look too. That you greasier know, look, if, yeah. if they want the, they got the uneven, it's longer over here on the side and they cover an eye with it or whatever. That might be a greasier look for mm-hmm. some white folks. Everybody's very, uh, different with their hair, I think. Yeah. Definitely yeah. between colors, but even in, within white people. Dude, my wife wash her hair so much, man. Really? Oh, my gosh. Dude, I mean, it's like in the morning it. she wash, boom, huh? It's supposed to be bad for her. Yeah, that's why I was like, yo, yeah. I don't think you're supposed to wash your hair that much. She's like, no, babe, I just, it's, we, I'm, we're different. I'm like, man, you wash your hair a lot, like, after yeah. we work out. Then she washing it, taking a shower yeah. and washing the hair. You know, it's like, man, babe, like. You well, I could definitely see washing it after a workout and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you sweat in it, too. Yeah, I, for sure. I guess if I was in a she, in a workout in middle of the day mode, I would wash my head off and redo my hair. She's like, babe. It's the biggest reason that like I wouldn't like people that like get ready at the gym and go to work. Mm-hmm. I just envision having to use hair products and stuff like that. Yeah, she was like, no offense, babe, but for <laughs> for us, greasy means literally sometimes well, it's just like. For women, dirty. I could definitely see not wanting to be greasy because that looks uh, stringy and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. This one isn't that big of a deal because I'm uh-huh. kind of running out of things to ask you. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like I, I've, I've got all these things that I could ask you that I think old guys would ask, but it's things that I know. Uh huh. So I, I'll have to start turning the corner to that. But I do wonder that if you've got a $500 Chevy Caprice, why are you putting $7,000 rims on it? <laughs> Somebody asked me that question the other day. So I guess the question is, why do you like rims so much? I don't care about my tires at all. Listen, my wife just said, oh, my gosh, that's the question I told you to ask him last. (laughs) Elise just asked me to ask you. Why why people don't like to put rims on their car? You know, Courtney asked me that the other day when I went to his house. He said, you want me to put some rims on your, your car? I'm like, it's a 2016 Camry. No, I don't. Like, I think there's probably some cool That's rims for funny. my Mustang that exist. Uh-huh. I got I've some rims nev- for you. I've just never cared about rims. I got some rims for you. I want you, you should put these rims on your Mustang and it'll make it look good. <laughs> you know, it might work on a Mustang, but when you asked for my 2016 Camry, I was like, well, that's about- my grandma's car also. So I was like, that's the last thing I need to do, pull up to the apartment and her be like, what is that? What is that? If you, if you get a, a handed down $600 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, why such important? Why such expensive rims? You gotta throw them rims on there, man. Is the vision the, that the the rims are cool, the, the car doesn't matter? No, I think the rims make the car look good. I think for some people, the rims make the car look good. It it, it brings it depends the, on the car, the, especially if it's a five hundred dollar. If it's worth five hundred dollars, then yes, the rims will bring the value of the car up. Now, if it's a like what she said, a two thousand sixteen, whatever, 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 then the rims may bring the value of the car <laughs> down. <laughs> you can mess your car up too. I mean, with these I've, I've, rims, I've seen, man. now maybe and maybe they're just cheap throw, but I've seen some rims on 
Toyota Corollas. And I was about to say that. I saw someone with like a 1990 like Corolla with some rims like, on. I was like, it doesn't work. Is that just somebody <laughs> that once had a good car with a rim? They just went and threw them on this car too? Cause it, Probably so. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, to, fl- we, to flip it, I have never cared about the rims on my car. I just, you know when I care about them? Mm-hmm. When, it, when there's a flat tire and i got to figure out what do I have to take right, off. Right, right, right. And uh, I've only really had to change my own tire once or twice. Really? I've been pretty lucky, yeah. Oh, that is, oh, so, <laughs> that's so funny. But we were talking, I was like, I gotta get a, a good, ask a guy. And my, my wife was like, you should ask, how come? White people don't have rims. Pe- white people really don't like, but white dudes do put big, those big old rims on their trucks. Not that's, the flashy. That's absolutely true. They're, yeah, but the one, the deep dish, the big rims. Yeah. Chaz Ray, who's not necessarily white, but yeah, definitely you know, not he's, white. A, he's a cowboy kind of guy. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he wear cowboy boots. <laughs> he got the biggest truck indicator with the biggest rims on him. <laughs> and he got it lifted like 13 inches. So, yeah, but, I, so I think white guys with trucks heard that and said, I do like rims. So, okay, yeah. so, but it's not on cars. It's not, they're not on cars. Yeah, not as yep. much anyway. Yeah. So I got a question. <laughs> <laughs> and your response can't be it's against the law mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. i just, and i just in 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 any of my white buddies send me a text as well i gotta ask this question it's two questions it's two questions okay the first question is do you and then the second question is why not if you <laughs> if you don't if you don't all right how come white people don't get their kids whoopings man <laughs> Go sit in the corner. The bad what thing for me the... is I don't have kids. But I got whipped. You got a whooping? Oh, yeah. Now, my mom will tell you, we hardly ever whipped you. Uh-huh. How many times? Once? Twice? That I can remember? I don't know, ten. Ten times? For yeah. real? Yeah. That's, that's that's good, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, um, actually, I don't see that as a color divide. You don't? I think nobody's whipping their kids right now. Are black people still actively whipping their kids regularly? Do you whip your kids? What? The Bible tell me spare the rod, spoil the child. I've now. seen your kids do some. <laughs> if my brother was listening to this, he, he would say, "Quarter, you do not whoop your kids." <laughs> I think Elise was being nice when them kids was running in and out of the kitchen that one day. I think she, I think she wanted to probably whip up on them, but she's the white parent. <laughs> I think parents have definitely changed because I know when I was a kid. My parents definitely whooped me. But now my sister, she's 16. She can do anything she wants. I was oh, that's also the youngest 16. sibling. That was my that's experience, too, sibling. man. My mama used to tear my butt up. My little <laughs> sister got one whooping in her entire lifetime. And But you know what? Malachi says stuff like this. Oh, Dad, I would have got a whooping for what Cree just did. Now, Cree, yeah. now that boy right there, man, <laughs> he needs a yeah, but, but Don't Malachi. BCFS, y'all. Hope y'all ain't you, listening. What'd you Malachi, say? at the time you were his age, dad was whipping a lot of people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just turn on the news in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, man. daddy's changed. So, do people, you think, are, so, are people still I, whooping kids? If, now, they're on be, the low key side, not they're, they're not telling you about it, they are. Yeah, my friends got whoopings. Yeah. T Max says every time a kid makes a sound, whooping, whooping. <laughs> is is a whooping? Is our kids? Are we talking about just whoopings, like just like a spanking with your hand? Or are we talking about the just a, a spanking or just a simple spanking? I don't even think people are doing simple spankings. I think some are. I'm scared to give my kids a. a I don't know if it's because I'm heavy-handed, like... so I just really, I, like, babe, you should give them a whooping. <laughs> 
But if you're telling, yeah, I mean, if you're telling me that it's still pretty, I, I definitely think the numbers are significantly down. But I yeah. would assume it was down for for everybody. So if you're telling me in the black culture it's not, then then I think white people have stopped because of not not at all because it's illegal, but I just think because it's it's talked about and frowned upon for people that I think have stopped doing. There's all these other ways. To, yeah. To, you know, to discipline. There's, there's all these books Definitely. that tell you all these ways to discipline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it may be frowned upon, but the black community did not get the message. I, uh, <laughs> I saw this lady. I had an age where I was like, this doesn't even hurt. So my mom chased me. I remember my mom chasing me down one time. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and she remembers the story better, but I was like laughing. Yeah. And she was like hitting me with a spoon. <laughs> and I was laughing. I don't know how old I was. But it was, but it, like that was probably the last time. Man, that uh, happened to me too. Maybe ten's too many. Maybe I didn't get it. Malachi. But I was an only child, so I mean, I couldn't get away with anything. Yeah. I didn't have a sibling to help me get into trouble. Right, 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 right. I mean, oh, you probably got away with everything, though, man. Yeah, I, I, didn't, he's I didn't really child. do anything, though. Yeah, only ch- children always get away with stuff. And you, th- you probably think you're not I, doing anything, but you're, pr- you probably were doing something. Like what? Like what do you think I got away with? Like, because I always had somebody in my business. You probably talk back a little bit. Too I mean, much. you'll talk. I'll the tell time. you what I got as an only child. I got a lot of stuff I wanted. So did but you? I don't know did if you I had get to get to away with in front of your parents? Did you curse in front of um, your parents? I think I hit an age like high school. Like I never. I was an adult before I dropped the big words, and I mm-hmm. still my brain still clicks if I say it. I wouldn't. It was. I, I was still afraid. Cuss yeah, I can't parents. cuss in front but of my parents. Kick me out of the house. But words I'll say on the air, I was probably saying in high school. See what I'm saying? But, but the but words in, you say on the air are cuss words. Yeah, they just but they're not the, illegal. They <laughs> they're not like against policy. They're not even against you know radio policy. Yeah, but see, in my house, I would have said something like that. Smack, pow. I wouldn't Wait. have said the yes word. Now, now if you slip up, you're mm-hmm. talking with your friends. You know. I guess talking on the phone would have been the version of today's kids playing video games on the headset. Yeah. And they hear you cussing that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, H's and, and D's. Mm-hmm. D was probably part of my regular conversation in high school. See, if I was in high school, well, we were in high school together, but I would, if I were at your house and you said that, I'd be like, yo, you just said that in front of your mama? Oh, High man. school Courtney would have woke up when I said, damn. Not, High yeah. school Courtney. <laughs> not in front of the mama, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, because my mom already done said it. Right. That's not why I said mama. it. Hells hey. and damn. Yeah, I bet my parents... Courtney knew how to act in front of parents. I yeah, yeah, man. You can't, you can't. Not, uh. What about all those? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now that other stuff, I couldn't help it. A lot yeah. of parents go to football games. <laughs> 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 hey, I remember I was giving Malachi a whoop, and this dude grabbed the belt and said, I'm too old to be getting whoopings. I said, okay, let's go then. <laughs> I, yeah. I threw him the boxing right, gloves. Right, I was say okay. right about the time you're boxing. <laughs> right. I said, let's go then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. DCFS, please do not call me. I, we everything good. Don't call the popo. <laughs> Don't call the popo. Your, kid, your kids ain't getting whipped. <laughs> what you say? Your, your kids, kids ain't getting any whipping. <laughs> hey, on the real. I'll be trying to Lessons tell you. Lessons from their mama. At least get get that boy. At least be mad. It's funny the parenting because at least get mad. Like Christian, he did a backflip off the table one day, right? 
And I got excited. I'm like, yo, <laughs> do that again. At least, like, you better not do that again. Why would you tell them to do that again? I'm like, yo, that's nice. She like, see, this is the reason why they do flips on the couches. I'm like, yo, I like it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Last night they were running into the room as fast as they could so they could slip on the wood floor and fall down. <laughs> this is totally what boys do. I, I would do it too, but I would actually slide like a baseball slide <laughs> all over the kitchen. This, this is what they do, yeah, you know. True. They supposed to be. But doing you know, the backflip like goes that. wrong. You got a broken arm, then you got a broken table, then you got all of that. They did knock something over on a. They, they never got no whoopings though. <laughs> it is always no hilarious that night. though when one parent is like so upset and the other isn't. I remember when my sister, she's now bigger than me. She she got really mad at me once. She picked me up and literally threw me across the room. And my mom is screaming at her. My dad's like, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice tackle. Nice tackle. <laughs> All right. We're going to get a break. Ooh. Last break of the day. Ask a guy in the books. Ask a guy. Yeah. 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 yeah I, got, I got some left for next time. Three-day weather forecast from a guy tr- today dressed like Sidney Dean from White Men Can't Jump, the Rev. <laughs> Courtney Carson. <laughs> today is Veterans Day. Salute to the veterans. It's sunny with a high near 50. Tonight, mostly clear. Well, it's no, it's no longer sunny. But tonight, mostly clear with a low around 33. On Thursday, a high near 56. And on Friday, sunny with a high near 46. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson, stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and please stay healthy, my friends. Phone lines are open right now. 875-1340-875-1340. It's the Good Neighbor Giveaway. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Rob Lippick, Ali Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. Call right now. 875-1340. Here before we get back from break, Dom will answer. We'll have a winner. You're going to win a $25 gift certificate to somewhere local in town. Where? Well, you get to choose from what's available when you go to Mike Mandrell's office and pick it up. 875-1340. 875-1340 right now. We're back to close up shop. Eric Lee's show, Rich and Courtney Carson, brought to you by Earth Mover Credit Union. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andrix of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers and Company with the United Way Update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way Update every Thursday, presented by Tate & Lyle. Improving lives for generations. You want your children and grandchildren to focus on their future, not tuition. For more than 150 years, Busey Bank has partnered with families and businesses to establish impactful, enduring legacies. Busey's experienced advisors can help build plans and develop strategies that work as hard as you do, evolving to create lasting impact for your family and legacy. Learn more at Busey.com. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. 
My mom said I'm full of it. She said I probably only got two weapons. She also wants to know where you buy your Chico sticks. <laughs> I knew you only got about two whoopings. I think man. it's. I said lies. <laughs> Why was I so afraid of the of the wooden spoon then? So maybe just the fear of the whoopings. That that was the fear of the whoopings. There, yeah. I yeah. remember getting whoopings. Not from her. The, it was just the two pops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they won't admit it because my grandma. She swears she didn't hit me with hangers growing up, and I swear she did. She's listening right now. You did. <laughs> hangers? Hangers? Yeah. I got hit with one of those. Like wire hangers? Like, yeah. No, no, Anything. those would have been bad. Like the plastic they're, they're hangers? The plastic ones. My mom. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.